What's up, everybody? This is Weekend Recap. We have a special edition today. I'm with our campus pastors at Res. So we have the amazing campus pastors of our downtown Loveland campus, Ooh, Jeremy. Whoop, whoop, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we have our amazing campus pastors for our Greeley campus, Isaiah and Alyssa Hupp. So good. Super exciting. So extra fun edition today. Not that they're not always fun, but come on, this is special. Yeah. Super. Um, by mm -hmm. the way, fun fact, Alyssa is my sister. So Lots of people don't know or realize. Know that. Mm -hmm. I did not know this. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you Funny. Serious, like, I mean, not, now? no, not right now. Oh. But when I came in, I was like, what? Yeah. When your brother. Jeremy is unveiling on this podcast right now. And then now. another yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, there's so Big many reveals. of you. So, they actually yeah. just found out. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been. We have our other brother we've never met. Oh, wow. 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 And he joke. might have red hair. Maybe. <laughs> um, all right. I want to open up with something um, a little bit, a little bit lighter. Let's uh, let's just start talking. Here's what I want to hear from you guys. <clears throat> what is the thing that you would say you really do love? Like authentically, you love this thing, but you're a little embarrassed that it is true that you love this thing. So here's my example that is true. And it is embarrassing because I really do love pop punk music, like really not good music. <laughs> From the early 2000s, it's when I was in high school. I was at my prime. Unfortunately, some people prime. were like, "They're you hit your peak." Prime was like when music was good. This is like, no. I really, there's really nothing like objectively I could can, say that's good, but it can, still makes me happy when I hear it. Will you please uh -huh. talk about your own pop punk band um, on this podcast? Because I, I don't think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a podcast. This is about you. But yeah, I was the lead singer of a Christian pop punk band, probably the biggest Christian pop punk band in Windsor in the year 2001. What so, was the name? <sighs> Never in the fight. It's mm. good. Anyway, Isaiah, <laughs> tell something that you love that you're embarrassed about. Well, um, a little known fact about me is I am a jock, and uh, one of the things that one of the things that jocks do is they hassle nerds, and so uh, you know it's a little embarrassing to be hassling nerds like Jeremy all the time. But as a jock, I do enjoy hassling. Okay, that's just a joke. I'm not actually. I would not describe myself Everyone as a jock. Isaiah. <laughs> Yay. Um, something that is embarrassing and true is that I actually secretly love the WWF. Wow. Or WWE, mm -hmm. is that? I, I haven't watched it in a long time because I don't have the time to put into it now. I, but, like, early 2000s, like, mid-90s, WWF mm -hmm. was, like, every... If you gave me a tape right now of, like, SummerSlam or <laughs> WrestleMania, like... Any time in that time, I would go watch it right if now and gave love me a it. Tape of WWF and said, "This is the best one. You have to watch this." <laughs> like it would be still be sitting like in on a shelf. I would. I would go home right now and watch it. It's <laughs> so like, oh man. Did you have the toys? Um, not very many of them. My parents didn't <clears throat> like it, and so it was okay. kind of like a guilty pleasure. Ooh, like yeah. we're watching. <laughs> Raw tonight, like this is gonna be awesome. That's awesome. So I would, or I would go to school. Like I remember in middle school, I had a friend that was allowed to watch it, and they would buy all the pay per views. So I'd go and like get all the recaps the next oh. day. Like, oh man, that's amazing. And I knew it was fake. Like I, like some people would be like, it's fake. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like seriously though, it's cool. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. So, all right, yeah. Jeremy Wineland, what you got, buddy? What are you, what are you ashamed to admit? Um, really like it. Maybe love it. And I don't know how to say it the best way. So much you may look at me differently, but I, I like girl pop. That's right. So we're talking like pop music. And my ultimate pop song would be Britney Spears, 
Lucky. Oh, oh yeah. You know, she's so lucky. Great song. She's a star, but she cries, cries, cries. cries in wow. That Maybe there's more. <laughs> totally. Admission. Who doesn't know that song, though? It's well, amazing. <laughs> Marcus just raised his hand. Marcus doesn't know that song. <laughs> totally. And, you know, it, it kind of spanned its way over into there was a really pathetic time in my life where <laughs> I liked Mandy Moore a whole lot. A whole lot. Oh. And. I, he, had, he had a CD. A well, yeah, a tell him about maybe, your CD. Uh, well, it was just it had many more songs on it. It had Britney Spears songs on it. And what did it say? Was the title? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If, I hope don't it, ask. Don't tell. <laughs> that's what it said on the CD. That's what it said. I'm like, what is this? And it was all my. Uh, so this was recently. Uh, no, this is when I first met him. I'm yeah. like, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. What is I, this? What just happened? <laughs> it's great. That it's great. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Jenny. Absolutely. <laughs> not, not a problem, yes. <laughs> Alyssa, what do you got? What are you ashamed to admit to? I, you know, like most homeschooled kids, played dolls just a little bit too long, probably. My best friend and I... We were in our teenage years, and we're still Mid like teenage years, not early teenage years. <laughs> we were fourteen, fifteen, you know, regular 14, teenage stuff. Fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> no, it's all right. And we would go to Target, and we would buy like new sets of Polly Pockets, and mm. we had to have all the clothes and all the things, and it was so fun, and we loved it. And now I get to play it with my daughter, Aww. so because I love to save everything. So just a just a little bit of a hoarder, just, just a little you. bit. Just be you, you and know. I I do. I did. Oh, now you so love good. him in your early thirties. You know. Hey, it's just. But a you're life- allowed to because you have a. <laughs> it's a lifelong hobby. Would you still play Polly Pockets if you didn't have a little girl? Probably not. It's not something that I did by myself after. You know, I hit the age of like twenty <laughs> or something, non embarrassing <laughs> like that. <laughs> I had I had like a niece that I would play with. Sethry's daughter, Clara, and it's fun. Oh, That's so cute. Sister. Right. Yes. There we go. Family. Daughter. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love there that. We go. Did Slightly. you ever steal her dolls from her? Well, we don't need to talk about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's now becoming family. We actually okay. did family have secrets. Polly Star Pockets, which I would mm-hmm. play with her oh. to kind of like show that I'm like Bridge part. The... So I would take my Star Wars toys and play with her Polly mm-hmm. Pocket toys. Oh. Therefore, Polly Star Pockets. At the it's age great. of 15. Trademark. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Not, no. No, I think, that, I think that I probably backed out a little bit. Okay, little yeah. But, um, but Became I tried, just a... I tried to be a good brother. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Right, Michelle, come on. I'm looking forward to this. Okay, so... Michelle's not the kind of person that hides too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I was... I still am very klutzy. Um, okay. And so I think maybe I just... I took away that being uncomfortable, embarrassed thing a long time ago because I probably like had so many embarrassing things that I just am like, whatever, whatever. here it is. Um, My heart's racing right now. What, what, are you gonna say? what is she going to say? I can't even think of it because I just laugh at myself and I tell my kids to laugh at themselves. Don't be embarrassed. Laugh at yourself. That's what I say. But um, guys, I like the smell of my farts. <laughs> Just really bad ones, okay? <laughs> oh, then that's fine. So bad. Well, I mean, it doesn't happen a lot, but <laughs> when it happens, you just, you know. Are you just yeah. like, hold that, like, right? Like, like that's good, that? or is it like, just like everybody else like, is really like, not enjoying this? What are, you, what are you pulling just over your head in this situation? Oh. <laughs> it's like, 
It's so bad that it's like tangible. <laughs> it's real. Like, keep it, it in the blanket. Keep it in. And then you're slowly like walking oh, over to, <laughs> to your spouse. Sitting oh, on the man. couch next to her, you know it's coming because she's kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> and I just look at, oh gosh, here we go. You know, so and it's, it's, yeah. it's pretty bad. Wow. There pretty we go. Bad. That was amazing. <laughs> there we go. Everybody, thank you for your vulnerability. <laughs> Everyone in New York campus pastors. Don't judge mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, Pastor Jonathan had an amazing message this last week. Uh, he talked about distancing, which I thought was great. I loved the the take that he had on it. Um, really, really tied in with the Apostle Paul and made and just and really brought kind of a new clarity to his writings. It's not just here's the message, but kind of understanding more like where he was coming from, from uh, which I thought was really cool. So I'd love to hear what stood out to you guys, what meant a lot to you. What did you yeah. guys out here this week? I thought it was kind of weird that he was talking about distancing. Like, I'm not experiencing that at all. Yeah, like, it was no, weird. Just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. It was like right on for, for where we're at. No, I loved um, just the whole idea of, of the, the best things can happen from, from pain or just from – because it says – Paul says that Satan hindered me from coming to see you. And uh, he could have just ended it right there and, like, everyone could have been mad like that – nasty devil kept me from from coming but because of that uh paul was able to instead of give that uh, speech to the thessalonians live he had to put it into a letter and write it and it actually uh is useful two thousand years from when he wrote it instead of just being useful to the people that he that he gave it to so so seeing um how useful uh, like like the enemy thought that he was holding paul back but it actually turned out for, for the best thing that could have happened in that situation and so um and I think about uh, just how amazing Pastor Jonathan has been uh, creating online content for us and, and going to Facebook Live and, yeah. and really talking through uh, relational mm-hmm. dynamics and, and what do you do when you're stressed and um, how, how to mentor somebody. And he's, he's been talking through that with us individually, but now I have um, hours worth of content that I can go back and watch again and again and again to try and sharpen myself and to try and um, continue to learn and grow. Uh, that probably wouldn't have happened unless we would have had a, a pandemic like this. So, um, so seeing that uh, out of, out of a, a need of necessity actually came the best thing that we could have had. So, um, so yeah, it was, a, it was a really cool take on, I mean, probably every part of the Bible is like that. Paul couldn't be everywhere all at once. And so that the idea of distancing and um, that it actually created our Bible. Right. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Just to bounce off of that too, that the patient gratitude part where you talked about being grateful for the situation that we're in. And I think the enemy likes to distract from just all of the the things that are taken away from us right now that we can't experience life that we think is normal, but that inside of all these things, there's little things that we can be so grateful for. And um, just the other day, I was going to pick up a, a bike for my daughter that we bought on Craigslist and went to this driveway to pick up, I went to a guy's house to, to pick up the bike, not just to drive away. But <laughs> yeah, so, go, but I go to... <laughs> Maybe this one does. Just random. There's one. Um, There's a five-finger discount. Exactly. So we went to his house, and on, on the driveway was... It just, it just had written out so many hidden blessings with balloons painted, and it was his daughter's uh, final project for school. And I just was looking at that and just began to talk to him, like, what's this about? And he was just talking about the fact that there's so many things that we... Can, if, we, if we look at it, have the opportunity to take advantage of right now that we can be grateful for more time with our wives um, or husbands, more time with our, our kids, things like that. There's so many things that where Paul was hindered from going from there. There's a reason for that. 
And so really looking past all the distraction, what is the reason that God has us going through this? What are the blessings that we so often overlook and how can we learn from this? That was something that really was helpful for me and and where it really struck me. So, yeah. Yeah. That idea of gratitude, I think, is so important, especially in these times where there's so many things that have been canceled or postponed or taken away, just even um, so many. Yeah. There's seniors, there's there's vacations that we were mm. supposed to be on that we didn't get to go on and all that kind of stuff. But just finding the things you can be grateful for in the middle of, you know, sitting at home all the time. It's like, okay, I can sit at home. I have a warm place to live. I'm healthy. I'm not in the middle of, of the hospital by myself because my family can't visit me and that kind of thing. And even this time, our youngest turned one mm. um, at the end of March. And so she's coming out of that baby phase so quickly. And it's just like, oh, I really wouldn't be able to spend – I would. I don't know, it sounds terrible. <laughs> like you don't spend as much attention on them in the middle of everyday mm-hmm. life and running around and stuff, but really getting to focus this time and seeing her and like enjoying this this phase of like her last little piece of baby um, as she's turning into that toddler and stuff. And it's so much fun and so much, so much exploration and learning too. And just getting to just enjoy that process a little bit more than just like, okay, hurry up, let's get bigger so you can walk so that you can go places faster so it's easier to bring you around. So yeah, just being able to slow down and just like, okay, I can be thankful for this. I can be thankful for these, these things that maybe I wouldn't have had the opportunity for otherwise. So yeah. yeah. And I, just when we were talking about this, just what stood out the most was that first point when he was talking about connection um, and just at that heart level. And so I think it's been really fun for me. I downloaded the Marco Polo app. Whoa. Fancy. But it's been super fun to connect and truly get to know people during this time. And Jeremy had started posting questions on Facebook and so it's kind of turned into this fun thing of like even asking people these questions and getting to know them more. I know they're silly and these questions too, but which, by the way, most of them are inspired by Jeremy's post. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> gotta. <laughs> if anyone's laughed at this podcast, it's because Jeremy gave me good ideas. <laughs> um, but it's been really fun. I've even started connecting with my high school girlfriends again um, mm-hmm. back in uh, Midwest, and uh, but even just today, I was someone who's on staff that I haven't had the opportunity. I'm not here much at the Crossroads campus uh, since we're downtown Loveland, but it's been really fun. Like today I was like, tell me your story. Like, let's get to know each other. And so just even that time of, I hope that this continues and this is something that we can take into moving forward. But I just loved when he talked about that. Like we would it would be such a shame to have this time go by and not take advantage mm-hmm. of getting to know people at that deeper level and that, sure. you know, writing letters, dropping things off on people's porches. That's been so fun yeah. uh, just to ha- make those heart connections and get to know each other better. Yeah, so. that's good. For sure. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. shout out to both of you guys as campus pastors. Like, I think that's actually through this through this moment. That's a that's a hard role to have because you're not meeting you know, um, mm-hmm. every week with your group. I mean, that's kind of the yeah. purpose of having multi-site campuses in Greeley and downtown Loveland just to develop community. Yeah. So that, that part's, you know, taken away. People can still watch in their homes, but they don't really get to connect with you as often. So both of you guys have done great things just to connect with your Greeley campus, with your yeah. downtown Loveland campus. I think you guys Thanks. delivered, like, s'more care packages, which yeah. that was awesome. You guys that's did a fun. bunch of handwritten letters that you mailed out. And I love that, like, just finding ways to connect. And I think that's that's something that I loved about this message. I think it, it spoke both to right now in this moment we're in right now here's how we can be in the best mindset here's here are our strategies here's what paul is going through but it also kind of took it to that next level of like let's look at this from the bigger perspective like even in light of eternity what does this actually mean and what what opportunities do we have through that so i think that's so important and it's really a blessing that we have 
as people who believe in eternity, as people who believe that there are rewards that come after this life from the way that we live, that right now is not just about is right now good or bad, how do we like it, but there's a bigger picture that we can think about. And that actually really does give us purpose that other Mm -hmm. people could be lacking. Mm -hmm. That really does give us like um, just a sense of hope that people can miss out on. And, 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 uh, and just that, yeah, the hope of eternity that we, that we get to have yeah, it. This is great. so momentary. So I don't know if that spoke to you guys, but yeah. that, that aspect was so meaningful to me. Yeah, I think, um, and just because I know it, I know it to be true, but you have to remind yourself of, of the reality that we uh, are living for something that's bigger than this life. And so to, um, you know, it's like we've been in stay at home for nine weeks now and it, <laughs> and it feels so long. It's like, well, in the light of eternity, like, like we're, we're doing something as a church that is helping to, to rescue people and, and introduce them to Jesus so that they can spend eternity with him. You know, for nine weeks, we've been inconvenienced and, and it feels like forever. Um, but, but it kind of ignites a new passion of like, like why we do what we do and, and reaching the city of Greeley, reaching downtown Loveland with the gospel so that people can, can truly know God and, and go on that process of finding freedom and discovering why God put them here so that they can reach out and make a difference too. It's kind of a new uh, level of passion um, I guess that that can come out of this if if we get our perspective yeah. in the right spot with it. Yeah, that's good. And it just reminded me of an analogy where just being in the golf industry and playing golf, there's so often Pardon? somebody will come up. <laughs> I used <laughs> to be athlete? in the golf industry. So I'm you're the athlete. jock. <laughs> that's right. And I'm the yeah. You have to beat Isaiah. Right. Hassle. I said hassle, not beat up. <laughs> how, how does it go for us when we go to Top Golf? How does that usually end? Not good. <laughs> that's all I mean. Ooh, it's it's not good. But, so back to the analogy, though, so many people play the hole and they think about how far they have to go. Right. And this guy told me, he's like, you need to play the hole with the end in mind, not just getting to the hole. He's like, how do you want to finish? Mm-hmm. So hitting your shots to get to the point where it's now easier to finish. Yeah. And I think that's something that when we think about these, this pain's temporary. What we're going through um, is temporary, but it's going to help us become stronger. I think that that was is something that really is insightful for me from the standpoint that there will be a finish line, there will be an end to this. And uh, I think so often we just think about what we're dealing with today. Let's, let's play with the end in mind, how are we going to finish this thing out? So it was just helpful for me. Yeah. yeah. That eternity perspective. Cause there's, yeah, there's so, it's so easy to get short-sighted in what's in front of me right now, but that idea like this isn't, this isn't forever. This mm-hmm. isn't our, our final resting spot and even that kind of stuff. And just even like, and there's hope through it. It's not mm-hmm. that, even in those worst case scenarios and in those worst case kind of mindsets, it's like, this isn't the end there. There's more on the other side of it. And it's because of, yeah, the hope that Jesus brings and all that kind of stuff that we can focus. Yeah. Not on, on temporary troubles, but on the, the end game. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I think it helps to, uh, see what other people and countries and things uh, that are going around around the world to put things into that perspective. Um, my parents are missionaries in Panama and they can't even leave their house for like a leisurely walk or stroll or bike ride and just mm-hmm. the freedom that we have in that. And I feel mm-hmm. like there's been so much about, you know, our freedom taken away. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like when we can stop and just uh, take our focus off of ourselves and, you know, just that God perspective, what he was talking about, just having that focusing towards him and what he has for us and um, just looking around at what else is uh, what else is going on and how other people are affected by this. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was, it was really powerful. I think there's so much. Um, I, I do love just that I think he does a great job bringing us practical, mm-hmm. you know, um, steps, connecting us with the word, but also giving us something that is absolutely relevant to what we're walking through today. So mm-hmm. thank you guys for hanging out today. Thanks for 
being on Weekend Recap. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you guys are hanging out with your small groups. Hopefully this will be kind of a discussion template for you. You can also find a discussion guide at res.church slash watch party. Uh, we're going to take a minute and pray together. Do the same thing with your small group. You guys have a great week.